Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges, where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am your host, Heather Hansen O'Neill, and my quote today is by Maya Angelou. As soon as healing takes place, go out and heal somebody else. We have an amazing guest for you today. Brent Michael Phillips was a world-class software engineer from MIT and helped to create the modern internet during his time in graduate school there. After leaving MIT to pursue a technology startup, he experienced a staggering physical challenge and years of chronic pain and failed treatments led doctors to put him on permanent disability. With his right arm paralyzed after an experimental surgery, Brent went to a healer and experienced his first miracle when his arm was instantly and permanently healed. Knowing his life path was altered, he then spent years studying with the world's best master healers, gurus, psychics, and spiritual teachers. He is the creator of the Awakening Dynamics System, an award-winning author, and the inventor of the patent-pending Formula for Miracles technology. His greatest passions are teaching, healing, and helping others to experience their own genuine spiritual awakening. I am so excited to introduce you to Brent Michael Phillips. Brent, how are you today? I'm great. Excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you. I have so many questions. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. You know what? I, I do know exactly where to begin. How does an MIT trained software engineer become a healer and then decode the formula for miracles? This is just, it's an astounding thing. I can't wait to hear your story. Well, it's kind of funny because I'll admit, I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> bet. <laughs> right? Because growing up, I always figured, well, working with computers seemed like an obvious choice for me. Yes. And when I got to MIT for college, I discovered the internet and I fell in love. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's this kind of secret worldwide computer network that no one knows about. Wow. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and, uh, Long story short, I uh, went through my bachelor's degree, graduate school, and in grad school at MIT, I was very fortunate to be part of the original World Wide Web Consortium. Oh, wow. That's and so me and you know a lot of other people from my lab, we, we created the, the software that is the foundations of the modern internet. So it was a really exciting time. Wow. One of the things we did was it was in 1994, we sent the first ever live audio video stream over the web. Oh, my god. So goodness. we were doing some really cool stuff. And when I left MIT, I figured, well, th this will be easy. I'll move to California, <laughs> recruit my best friend, start an internet company, and sell it for in a couple of years for millions and millions of dollars. And that was my plan. Yes. But it did get off to a good start. Mm -hmm. The very first website we ever did was the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. Oh, and my children are greatly thankful for you for that. <laughs> so we, we had a lot of great Fortune 500 clients. We did websites for Disneyland, Nissan Motors, Sony, all sorts of great companies, mm -hmm. and even started an online game based on my grad school research, which was in today's terminology, it was really the first graphical metaverse the world had ever seen. Oh my God. So it was a really exciting time. You know, I really thought I was going to have incredible success, but th there was a dirty little secret, which was... I was working myself to the bone. Oh. I was at the office 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week. 
because mm-hmm. I wanted to be successful more than anything. Right. I was willing to pay any price, jump any hurdle. And my health broke down. Mm-hmm. I started to have <clears throat> pain and fatigue and tingling and all these weird uh, symptoms. And at first I wasn't too worried. I figured, well, I'll go to the doctors. They'll give me something and take care of it. Right. Yeah. Well, three years later, three years of intensive physical therapy, the doctors gave up on me. Oh, that's terrible. Yep. When, when I remember uh, the, the, the day so clearly, I finally got an appointment to see the head doctor at Curlin Job, which is the big physical therapy clinic in Southern California, where all the Olympians and professional athletes go. And I thought, wow, this guy will know what to do, right? Yeah. And uh, long story short, he came in, looked at my files, kind of scratched his head a little bit and just (laughs) said, well, I'm sorry, son. There's nothing I or any doctor can do to help you. You're always going to be in pain. You'll never be able to work again. And I was stunned. Cause I, I came in expecting a solution. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, he literally sent me home to die, put me on permanent disability when I was 27. Oh my gosh. And it was really bad because, cause all the pain I'd had, I was having difficulty working. I had to move in with my parents because some days I needed help just getting dressed or cutting my food. Wow. So this wasn't like a little tingle in my wrist. This was, no, this was a big deal. Yeah, and this was just... life crushing chronic pain. Wow. And, uh, I, I was distressed Be- and <laughs> I went to go see my best friend, a business partner. And I figured he'd be all, Hey Brent, we got your back. We'll figure it out together. Right. Yeah. He just said, well, I guess if you can't work, there's no place for you at this company. <gasps> so I got fired from the company I had founded. He had played some, some legal games with the paperwork and he turned around and sold it months later for millions of dollars behind my back. And that the cherries on that hot fudge Sunday or this one, he had also started secretly dating the woman I was in love with. Oh my goodness. Yeah, She was double timing me with my, with my best friend, a business partner. And he also inherited eight figures that year from his late grandfather. So he had all the money in the world. He didn't need this company, wow. but that's what happened. And, uh, I got depressed. I started drinking a lot, using drugs, I became suicidal. Uh, the only thing that kind of pulled me out of that funk was I got turned on to alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, the doctors gave up on me. Maybe this alternative stuff will help. Right. Mm-hmm. So long story short, for the next five years, there I am living with my parents, <laughs> barely surviving on disability, mm-hmm. running around, racking up giant credit card debt, doing all these alternative treatments. Yeah. And I mean, acupuncture, herbs, cleanses, body work, Reiki healing, yoga. I did all this stuff. Right. And it was so frustrating because I didn't get better. I got worse. Really? I, I just kept getting worse and no one could, could explain it. It really came to a head when I agreed to have an experimental surgery. Mm-hmm. I found a doctor that had this experimental procedure. He put me in the study. I had the surgery. And when I woke up from the surgery, not only was my pain not cured, but my right arm was paralyzed. Wow. And so I was like, God damn, how, how much worse can it get? Right. Don't ask that question. <laughs> yeah, don't ask that question. The universe always has an answer. right? Yeah. And uh, so long story short, uh, about six months later of living with a paralyzed arm, which was a whole nother level of disability, right? Right. Because yeah. I, I couldn't drive at least not safely. Mm-hmm. I needed help getting dressed every day. Uh, I even struggled to brush my teeth. Mm. Let me just say, you don't realize how much you need your whole body until you don't have it, right? Exactly. It's one of those things we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. And so 
I found this crazy healer lady named Terry. And I was desperate. I was willing to try anything. So I went to see her and she was like, oh, don't worry, honey. We just got to clear up your subconscious and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, right? At, what at have this I done, point, right? though, you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I'll try at anything. This, exactly. I'm like, I'll try anything, right? Yes. What's another 120 bucks on the debt? Well, it doesn't matter, right? I'm going bankrupt <laughs> anyway. And so she asked me a lot of questions about my childhood and my belief in God and what had happened with my best friend and the heartbreak and the betrayal and all the pain I'd been through. And she's doing this subconscious checking and clearing process. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, this is interesting, but I'm really not here to talk about my feelings. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so long story short, at the end of the session, she goes, okay, Brent, we're going to fix your arm. I'm like, yeah, sure. Right. You and what army. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of closed her eyes and went into a trance. And about a minute later, it was the craziest thing. I felt and heard this loud pop and crack in my elbow. Oh, wow. It was like a little firecracker went off. It was like, kaboom. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And I remember she opened her eyes. She's like, okay, dear, try your arm now. <laughs> and I did. And I was like, oh my God, I could move my arm again. Wow. And that was the miracle where mm -hmm. this nerdy, skeptical software engineer <laughs> decided to find a new path in life as a healer and a spiritual teacher. Wait, wait, I need to go back for a moment. So the way that you're uh, presenting her, Terry, is it? Yeah, Terry was She's, the name. She sounds just so sweet and so kind. Did she come across that way to you? Just like this energy of, of um, She was sweet and kind, but also very direct. Ah, okay, good. Because she, she, she grew up in New York City. So she had that uh -huh. New York City kind of no nonsense, everything yes. 100 miles an hour about her. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it, it was an interesting juxtaposition of the two energies for sure. Wow. And so, so this worked for your arm, but what about the pain? Did it help with the pain? That's a great question. And so I want to be honest with everyone. It was not as simple as all my problems were solved in an hour. Mm -hmm. What did happen was my, my arm paralyzed by the surgery instantly healed. That never gave me trouble again. So that was a genuine miracle. However, it did not do anything for the rest of my issues. Okay. I still had a lot of chronic pain, back pain, depression, social anxiety. I was deep in debt, um, you know, major problems with relationships and I could go on and on and on. Right. Right. So what did you do next? Well, it's uh, interesting. At first I thought, well, this will be easy. Hmm. You know, I had a perfect 5.0 GPA in the most difficult major at the most competitive university on the planet. And I figured learning energy healing, that'll be a breeze, right? Well, <laughs> I know wasn't. where this is going, friend. <laughs> yep. And so I thought, well, I'll take a couple of classes, you know, I'll be a master in no time. No, it was, it was actually a disaster. Mm. And long story short, I didn't understand it at the time, but now I see healing was almost impossible for me to learn at first because I was so stuck in my head. Yes. And so I just couldn't do it. And after about a year, year and a half of running around, getting frustrated with all these trainings, I had an idea and I thought, Hey, I'm going to use the assets I do have, which is a world-class background in science and engineering. And I'm going to go reverse engineer these people. And it was a great idea. And so long story short, I spent the next 10 years running around to all these great teachers and gurus and masters and shamans and mystics. And little by little, I started to figure out what they were doing and how it worked. 
using and your your knowledge of that's right science and and engineering that's amazing yep. and little by little i started to piece it together and that led to what we today call the formula for miracles part of the awakening dynamic system mm-hmm. so what exactly is this formula for miracles well it's really it's pretty straightforward it's a series of seven what we call the seven sacred tools of higher dimensional living mm-hmm. and it's uh, it comes down to this that as humans, our biology, the way our bodies and brains are wired, kind of traps us into a four-dimensional, what you might call a bubble of biology, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that it's very difficult for us to imagine or see past that. But what science has discovered, and this is hard science, not philosophy or new, new age thought, right? Mm-hmm. Science has discovered <clears throat> we live in a universe that has at least 11 dimensions, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But it's hard to understand because our biology is only wired for four of them. Mm. And so what I teach people is how to develop those parts of yourself that are inside and hidden that can access and work with these, what we call higher dimensional energies and intelligence. Mm. And that explains things like miraculous instant healing Mm -hmm. and people that are able to manifest incredible lives of grace and ease, wealth, prosperity how we fall in love, how we achieve enlightenment, that there's actually a process and a technology to all of these things. And the, the, the model I would offer for the listeners, it's kind of like this, that we all know about electricity, right? Mm Electricity is great. It runs our homes. It runs our computers. It does all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Well, 500 years ago, people were aware that electricity existed, but that was about it, right? They could see lightning strikes on a thunderstorm. They could feel a static electricity in the winter, right? Mm -hmm. So they knew what was there and that it could be powerful, but they had no idea how it worked or how how to make it work for them. Well, fast forward to the 19th, 20th century, we figured it out. There are laws of the universe that govern how electricity works. Mm -hmm. And once we figured out those laws, we could then develop technology to put it to work for us, to do useful things. Yes. And where we're at with energy healing, mind power, higher dimensional access today, it's kind of like electricity 500 years ago. Most people are aware there is such a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Doctors will tell you about all sorts of cases of what they call spontaneous remission, right? Many people have had near-death experiences or gotten messages from ancestors or had guardian angel experiences, right? Mm -hmm. These things are pretty well documented. But we don't fully understand the, the laws and the technology. Yes. And that's my goal is to try to fill that gap, to show you that there really are some laws of the universe, what we call the metaphysical laws mm-hmm. that are just as real as the ones we know about, right? The law of attraction, the law of exchange, the law of truth are just as real as the law of gravity or the law of electromagnetism, but they're not well understood. And what I want the listeners to take away is this consciousness is technology, mm-hmm. whether it's energy healing, meditation, prayer, law of attraction, mind power, etc. It is technology. And there are laws that govern it. And when you understand how they work, you can apply it and build technologies that are useful to us. 
So we, yeah, we, we, I love that. Yeah. You, you know, I, I spent a lot of time um, in the land of consciousness and higher consciousness. So I'd like you to just spend a, a little bit more time on, on that for a moment. Sure. Um, how can we better understand how the, the connection between this energy healing and this higher consciousness? Well, it, it's pretty straightforward, actually, mm-hmm. that higher consciousness is really the solution to every problem. Mm-hmm. And if we look at all the problems we have in the world today, it's a fact that almost every big problem we have, there are already solutions that have been developed. Mm-hmm. It's just, we do not have the consciousness to apply them. Yeah. And when we are of the right consciousness, we will always create whatever we need. It's really very simple. Oh, well, when you put it that way, it <laughs> Do you think that this lack of connection to a higher consciousness is what holds people back? Is this one of the obstacles? Yep. Mm. It's interesting that I remember back in the 80s and 90s when I was working with the internet, we all really believed that this internet would be a great benefit to humanity. Mm -hmm. We thought it would bring people together. It would shrink shrink the world and create a global community. Uh, We had no idea of all the damage and harm it would cause. And it's pretty simple. If you take a powerful technology and combine it with low consciousness, you get a very harmful result. Yes. If you take powerful technology with a high consciousness, you get amazing things coming out the other side. That makes so much sense. And your um, example in using the internet and and technology where you come from, I think is what will help so many people to understand what you're saying, right? right. Otherwise, if we use words that they're not accustomed to that because they just haven't been exposed to them, then it's, it's hard. It's a little fluffy, right? But you're using very distinct things that we already know to be true. And I think that must be so helpful when you're trying to, to help people out there. It, it is. And that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That of course, a lot of us look at something like the secret mm-hmm. and go, wow, this feels true to me. Yes. But you then go use it and it usually disappoints. Right. So we're in this strange place where we have this inner knowing that energy healing law of attraction, prayer can really work, but then we go and try it and it doesn't. Because you're not, they're not using those, that the system that you have created. Well, there, there is a technology to it. Yes. Okay. If you want to fly through the air, you can't just glue feathers onto your arms, jump off the roof and, and expect to take off. Yes. It's nothing personal, but that technology does not work. Right. And so sometimes we have to keep trying, which is persistence in trying different healers and different um, technologies, we'll call them, was so effective because you kept trying until you found what what worked for you. Now, do you think that this is something that anybody can learn or do you have to have you do? Oh, good. Tell me more about that. Anybody can learn this. Okay. The, 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 the human being is designed by nature to do these things. Mm. It's a very natural thing for us. And it would be like language. Yes. Uh, scientists that have studied language have found that every human society everywhere in the world through all of history to our knowledge has had some kind of language. Mm-hmm. 
And that tells me that humans are designed for that. Yes. It's, it's, it's not a coincidence, right? That there's an incredible intelligence in nature. And every human that's ever lived has the ability to be a healer, to be an intuitive, to reach higher consciousness. We are literally designed that way. It's similar to how we walk around on two legs, don't we? Hmm. There are people that can walk on their hands. I've seen them at my CrossFit gym, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but most people don't because humans are designed to walk on their legs, not their hands. Mm -hmm. It's much easier that way, right? Right. And so we are all designed to harness the power of our minds, to be able to connect to higher energy. Mm. The trouble is, if you don't have the right technology, you'll get frustrated and think you can't do it. Right. I could definitely see that. And I'm, I'm just wondering about, you know, okay, so let me, let me give you a personal example. So I have always been very intuitive, um, but I kind of squashed it for many years because I thought it was a little crazy, right? So do you believe that our beliefs and our assumptions or our judgments keep us from being able to see what we are capable of? Absolutely. I, I like to say that we all live in prisons constructed out of what we think we know. Mm -hmm. So all these things you think you know about yourself and life and the world and God, mm -hmm. that's your prison. Yes. If you're willing to challenge those assumptions, if you're willing to be wrong about some of the things you think you know, your life could be so much better. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. I remember when I was first working with Terry after the first miracle, Mm -hmm. we'd find some crazy belief I had in my subconscious, like, you know, Hey, I, I think I'm smarter than God was one. And Terry would ask me, Brent, why do you believe that? And I say, Terry, dang it. I don't have beliefs. I just know what's true. <laughs> that is why my life was such a train wreck. <laughs> I thought I had it all figured out mm -hmm. and it led me to a really dark place. Yes. When I was willing to start to let go. Mm -hmm. to, to be willing to be wrong, yeah. to assume what they call in Zen, the beginner's mind. That's when life finally started to work. And again, there is a technology to it, right? Yeah. It's a very specific set of processes. Going out with a vague intention to have a beginner's mind, your heart's in the right place, but it's probably not going to create any results. Because right? you, need, you need the tools, you need the technology. That's for right. It. You may have an idea, yeah. gee, if a wind blows over a flat surface, it can create lift. Well, that's a great idea, but it takes a lot more than that to build an airplane that flies. Okay. So Brent, I am an action taker and I love to provide my listeners with something that they can either shift in, in their mindset or some action that they can take. Is there some advice that you have to give to somebody who maybe really needs a breakthrough, but has already spent a lot of time and money on things that didn't work? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want everyone to know is you never know when your breakthrough is right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So when, when I first had that first session with Terry, where, where my arm instantly healed, I had been at this for eight years. Mm -hmm. I had spent over a hundred thousand dollars. I was drowning in credit card debt, living with my parents, dealing with chronic pain the best I could. I would have had a million reasons not to show up and spend more time and more money. Mm -hmm. And it would have been very easy for me to do so. So you never know when change is right around the corner. And it's usually darkness before the dawn. Yes. 
Yeah, I know that so to be true. When, when you're feeling discouraged, when you're ready to give up, just know that that's actually a subconscious sabotage to get you to give up. Because mm-hmm, you're close. That means you're close. Right. Mm-hmm. What I tell my students is, is that the question is whether or not, is not whether or not you can achieve your goal. The question is, are you going to give up before you get there? And so if you're willing to take it step by step, if you're willing to let go of all these things you're so attached to and your ideas about yourself and the universe and life and God, mm-hmm. and you're willing to engage this journey, I think you'll be amazed. Mm. I love that. So, you're, so your suggestion is to let go of what's holding you back, become curious, become open, learn the technologies that can help you and keep moving forward. And just be willing to be wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. You may think, oh God, there's no way for me to make more money or to heal my addiction or to get out of pain or whatever the issue is. <laughs> there is. Yeah. It just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean it's not out there. I mean, doctors told me I could never recover. And I believed that for a short time. <clears throat> what I learned was this when a doctor tells you something is impossible, what that actually means is they don't know how to do it. Right. That's a big difference. It's a huge difference. Like when the doctors told me I would never dance again, and I did, you know, it just means that they're not, they're not open to it. Now, uh, um, have you seen some of these miracle healings from your own clients? Of course. Could you tell us uh, about one? I am uh, a little over 1,900 miracle healings now. Wow. Which is pretty awesome. Something I'm very proud of. That's amazing. And you might get one or two miracles by coincidence if you do enough work, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get thousands. So I know there's something going on here, right? Yeah. And yeah. even better than that, students who come and train with me, pretty much all of them, if they're willing to stick with it just a little bit, will see miracles of their own. Beautiful. And this is because uh, I, I do this not because I was born with some incredible talent for healing. I wasn't. Yes. I was born with a great talent for engineering. Yes, but not for healing. I had to learn this step-by-step. But that gives hope. It does. It it gives hope to people who don't think that they have it in them because they do. That's right. I did not have this as a natural talent. I figured it out little by little. Mm -hmm. And as a result, my students are amazing. Why? They understand it just like I do. Mm -hmm. That if you learn it step-by-step, really anybody can do this mm-hmm. that uh, my late mentor Carl used to say give me six months and I will triple your income mm-hmm. and I thought it was a joke I thought it was a come on yeah and then I worked with them and I'm like oh my god it actually happened right <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so admittedly for me it took a little longer it was about 18 months for me before mm-hmm. I tripled my income yeah but if you're willing to do this work you can absolutely make a lot more money But it's, again, I want to tell the truth. This is not a magic wand that's going to make your life perfect overnight, right? Right. Yes, some people experience miracles right away. But it's a set of tools and learnings that will make you vastly more powerful for the rest of your life. Because it's it's not reducing the external challenge and situations that arise around you, but it increases your ability to be able to handle them and to be able to use the technologies to move forward more effectively. That's right. One one thing my my late mentor used to say was most people in life, when they have a big problem, spend all their time and energy trying to make their problems smaller. Yes. 
And that's why we struggle and why we fail. Yes. What he showed me was instead focus your time and energy on making yourself bigger. Mm-hmm. Then those little problems just won't seem like such a big deal. Mm, that's right. Crazy. For some people, you may have a $10,000 credit card debt that feels impossible to pay off. How do I make that smaller? Right? Well, that's the wrong approach. Ask, how do I make myself capable of bringing in more income? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do that, you'll have it paid off in no time. Right. I so love now. that shift. I love when there are little shifts in focus and um, and awareness that open, to, open you to solutions. I love that. Now, I know that you have um, a lot of great tools. How can people get a hold of you and learn more? And I, and I think you actually also have a, a very cool free online quiz. Can you tell people about all of this? I do. If, if you want to learn more, experience some miracles for yourself, it's pretty easy. Just hop over to my website at awakeningdynamics.com. Mm-hmm. So that's awakeningdynamics.com. And at the top, you'll see a, a little button that says, save my seat. That's really important because I do live webinars eight times a year. Uh-huh. So there's, there, there's one coming up in a couple of weeks. And in the webinar, it's a longer format. I'm going to walk you through and do exercises for all seven of these tools of higher dimensional living. Oh, that sounds really so interesting. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an amazing experience, mm-hmm. including some of the most advanced consciousness work anywhere on the planet. Wow. That many people, when they come to the Helathon, will, will I will be able to turn on your ability to see energy and auras with your open eyes, among many other things. And mm-hmm. at the end, I offer everybody att- that attends a free healing. So yeah. that th- that is a great way to have your own experience of this. Mm. That don't believe this because you're hearing it on the radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go have your own experience, right? See what see what it does for you. Yeah. I mean, what's it going to hurt you? (laughs) That's right. And there's also some other cool stuff on the website. There's a link to my YouTube channel where I have a lot more explanation of these things. Mm -hmm. There's a spiritual power quiz that I encourage everybody to take because all of us have a hidden spiritual power. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just may not know what it is. And part of my job is to help you identify that hidden talent and then develop it. Okay. I'm taking the challenge because I think I know what my spiritual power is, but I'm going to go in curious and find out from your quiz if I'm right, or if there's something else that I wasn't aware of. I love this. I'm going to go do that. So we will make sure to put the, um, the website link, um, and any, and any of these other things that, that Brent was talking about into the show notes, along with more information about him, how to reach him. So, we, the time flies by and I'm so fascinated by what you're talking about. I could definitely spend at least twice as much time here, but we like to leave our listeners with that one nugget that you are really like burning to share with them. What do you think it is for you? That your, your, your success in life is so much closer than you realize. Mm. It's just, we, we have to, open up your ability to see it, to grasp it, to interface with it. Mm-hmm. That that is, that's great. There's so much that is all around us that from a higher dimensional perspective, your wealth, your health, your love, your happiness, all these things you're right next to interdimensionally, but you have no idea they're there. And this is why we get so discouraged. Yes. This is why we struggle, why we fail, why we get frustrated. 
And what I want to offer is, again, I wish I had a magic wand that will make your life perfect overnight. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing. But there are ways you can learn to develop your own power. Yes. To understand the technology, understand the metaphysical laws of the universe. And life gets easier. I'm not sure it ever gets easy, but it gets easier. And it can be so much better than what we're experiencing right now. It's just a matter of higher consciousness. There's so much hope in this message, Brent, and I, and I appreciate you coming and sharing your knowledge and the simplicity of it. It seems so within our grasp. So I encourage all of you listeners out there who are absolutely fascinated by this conversation to check out awakeningdynamics.com, take the quiz, do the webinar, share this uh, with a friend, always leave us a review. We appreciate those greatly and take action. Go do something with this hopeful information. Brent, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This has been great. <laughs>